hey, hey, ho, ho, Wrestle Life Radio, 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 woo! What do you think? What do you think of the new chant? I'm embarrassed that I did that. It was your idea. I'm embarrassed that it was my idea. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. My name is Matt Sin, and I'm here with B-Dubs, my beautiful wife, Carol. How you doing, honey? (laughs) Good. How are you? Doing well. You look embarrassed. (laughs) There's no one else here. Uh, There's thousands and thousands of people listening, Matt. Not right now, though. As we're talking, it's literally just us. And the Funko Pops that are all over my room, which there's almost thousands and thousands. Mm. Hmm. So we're doing the best and worst WrestleMania edition today because it is WrestleMania week. And as a reminder, we will have an episode every single day this week, Monday through Saturday. Uh, We're going to have a lot of really cool stuff. We're opening up with the best and the worst. And we're going to open up with the best. And you might think, is this the best WrestleMania match ever? Is this Matt's best or, or in his opinion, the best WrestleMania or his favorite WrestleMania match. And it's none of those, which seems weird because the name of this episode is Best and Worst. But I decided to pick what I found is two of the best workers of all time. So two of the best wrestlers ever. And also the most emotional match, in my opinion, in WrestleMania history. So we're going to do the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Versus The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Today, March 30th, 2020, is 12 years to the day that Ric Flair retired from WWE. He had the greatest retirement match of all time, and maybe he ruined it just a little bit by returning to TNA. But you know what? We're not going to talk about that. Not going to talk about it. Because it was great, and it didn't take away from the amazing moment. And I know about this because I listen to Wrestle Life Radio. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true, but you've never seen the match. I haven't seen the match. I've heard a lot about the match. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. But before we do, tell me what you know about Shawn Michaels. Um, I like Shawn Michaels. I mm-hmm. don't know many things about Shawn Michaels. Okay. I can't give you like stats or facts. No? No. Okay. What about Ric Flair? Same. Okay. I mean, I know he's he's related to Charlotte Flair. Woo! He is Charlotte Flair's father, That's and he does woo. That's I know correct. The woo. <laughs> he's the guy that I know who these people are, and I've seen them, and I've seen things they've been in. But yeah. if you want, like, oh, they had this all time record. I don't know those things. So Ric Flair has uh, is a sixteen time world champion. He's really like a twenty one time, I think. But they claim sixteen, tied by John Cena. Uh, and the rumor is that John Cena will never win another title. Now it is really unlikely now that he's, you know, basically retired. But he'll never win another title because he doesn't want to surpass Ric Flair. Um, but yeah, 16 times, arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, some people say Shawn Michaels is the greatest of all time. And if I were to rank the greatest of all time, he would be number one for me. Uh, he's my absolute favorite wrestler, followed very closely by Chris Jericho. Uh, and yeah, he, and he, Chris Jericho idolized Shawn Michaels as a kid. So if that means anything to you, cause I know how much mm-hmm. you love Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. So to give a little bit of background about this match and what was going on, Ric Flair was in his late fifties and anyone that's followed wrestling for a long time knows that once you hit about 40, Ric Flair is generally done with you. Uh, excuse me. Vincent Mann is generally done with you. He doesn't really like pushing older wrestlers. Uh, but Ric Flair, who again, 16 time world champion, found this place on the card where he was kind of a mid-carder, 
You know, he was in Evolution, which was cool, but he was basically losing a lot of matches. And uh, this man was just kind of done with him, and his contract was running out, and Ric Flair wanted to continue wrestling. And Vince said, listen, man, you know, you're almost 60 years old. Uh, I just, I don't think I have a spot for you anymore. So in real life, he basically forced Ric Flair to retire, at least from the WWE. And uh, so they come up with this really cool storyline where Ric Flair was going to wrestle forever. He's The joke was he was going to, or, or the rumor was he was going to come out, he was going to announce his retirement, but he came out and said, I love wrestling, I'm never going to retire. Then Vince McMahon comes out and says, actually, I'll force you to retire on your next loss. So Ric Flair had a couple really cool TV matches um, against decent wrestlers and won them all by hook or crook, right? Dirtiest player in the game. And then... He said that he wanted to challenge Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania because if he couldn't beat Shawn Michaels, he didn't deserve to do this anymore. With Shawn Michaels being the good guy he is, came out and said, look, I'm not going to be the guy that forcibly retired Ric Flair. I do not want to be known as that. And so Ric Flair cut, cut a pretty good promo on him, and Shawn Michaels got angry and agreed to it. Uh, fast forward to WrestleMania. And a 59-year-old Ric Flair, one of the greatest ever, against Shawn Michaels, who's in his 40s at this time, and also one of the greatest ever, puts on one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. And the ending is what really gets me. But we'll talk about that after Carol and I watch the match. And you might know, because I've mentioned it in an episode before, if you remember what it is, but it's just such a powerful, uh, amazing moment. So if you guys have WWE Network right now during, you know, all this virus stuff and the lockdown, it is free. So if you would like to watch it, uh, it is WrestleMania 24. So you can go watch that with us and we will be right back. Woo! All right. So we just watched Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 24. Before we get into the emotional side of it, from the match itself, what did you think? It was a great match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, um, very engaging the whole time and really into it it was cool it's really interesting because that match isn't like known to be like this this insane technical prowess match it's not a crazy brawler it's not the young bucks versus the lucha brothers where just insane things happen but it is a really really good old school match and you don't talk about telling a story i mean it's two of the best ever that told a story in that ring and it was just an incredible performance put together by both Shawn michaels and rick flair yeah absolutely did you have a favorite spot of the match? Um, not honestly. What do you see? Here's the problem. I don't know the technical terms for a lot of moves. So what is that figure four? Is that yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of, that's part of storytelling. I think right. this matches, it kind of went back, they went back and forth. Mm -hmm. Shawn yeah. Michaels even did it one time. Uh, right. Exactly. So that was uh, an, a cool tie in throughout the match. I like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, Talking about the emotion of it, toward the end of the match, when you see Shawn Michaels' mouth, I'm sorry, I love you, as Ric Flair, crying legitimate tears, stands up, telling Shawn to finish him off. He gets kicked in the face, Shawn gets the one, two, three, and immediately jumps over Ric Flair's head, so no camera can pick up what he's saying to him, covering his mouth, but Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair had a moment as Ric just continues to cry. What did you think of that? It was very emotional. Um, 
it was uh, very real. I mean, I thought that it was cool that it was a part of it. And they even, the announcers, or they even go back and show Shawn Michaels saying what he says. And the announcers, you know, pointed out in case you missed it. Um, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, that they didn't gloss over anything. And it's I don't. Very, very Jim Ross thing to do to highlight something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it wasn't. It wasn't fake. It wasn't part of the show. That was them being real people. Right. And having a moment. So. Yeah. It's, it's just really great. And that's why it'll probably go down as one of my favorite matches of all time. I can't imagine that ever changing just because it was so emotional and it was just two all time greats putting on just such a, a classic old school style match mm-hmm. and telling a story in that ring without having to, you know, do a hundred different flips. And I, I'm not against that. You know, I love your young bucks and your Lucha brothers and your Sammy Guevara's and your ricochets, but this type of match when done well, think of Cody versus Dustin. Mm-hmm. When these old school matches are done well, it's by far my, my favorite type of match. Yeah. So, and you can't have these um, big emotional story matches all the time. Right. Or it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be impactful when it happens. Correct. So these, like you said, Cody and Dustin, and this is it's very impactful and it stays with you because it's um, you know it doesn't come around all the time. It has real meaning. Right. Cool. So you want to uh, you know move to the worst? Yeah. Okay. What you got? So your worst is going to be now. Today is March thirtieth, twenty twenty. And uh, your worst is going to be your WWE champion versus your world heavyweight champion because it is Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Of course it's Brock Lesnar. It's always <laughs> Brock Lesnar. So here's the thing. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg from a few years ago had actually a pretty interesting feud. Um, and they made up for this WrestleMania 20 match. So back in the day when WCW versus WWE was a thing, you had Goldberg, who everyone wanted to fight Steve Austin. It's the both the, the big bald guys with the goatees and the trunks, and they were both unstoppable in their respective uh, their respective companies. But unfortunately, Steve Austin broke his neck. So the next dream match everyone wanted to see was Steve Austin, or excuse me, was Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. And so this happened. Now Brock Lesnar was pointed as the future of WWE at the time. He was the youngest WWE champion ever until Randy Orton took that title from him, probably because they wanted to wipe him away from the history books. WWE and Brock Lesnar have a very storied uh, past with each other, and they don't, it's not all positive. But at the time, Brock Lesnar was pretty well loved by most wrestling fans. Your smart wrestling fans really liked him because he had an amateur background. He put on incredible matches with the likes of Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. Had a really cool feud with The Big Show. Is he is very different than it is now, where he's a part timer and he just does a couple suplexes. He was actually a very very solid worker. And Goldberg was still Goldberg. He just came in and murdered people, but everyone was super excited about this. So Brock Lesnar decides, I think I'm done wrestling. I've been champion. This is all I need to do. I want a new challenge because Brock Lesnar is that kind of person. So he goes and signs to the practice squad of the Minnesota Vikings. So he enters the NFL and he says, Vince, I'm done. And so he was originally going to win. And Vince said, okay, we're going to have Goldberg go over you. And so, or excuse me, I'm sorry. Goldberg was going to to leave and they were going to put Lesnar over because Goldberg's contract was running out. And then Lesnar said, actually, I'm going to leave too. So Vince said, fine, we're going to put Goldberg over because he's the good guy. Um, and so 
the crowd knew that both of these guys were leaving, and they were not happy. And let's be clear, Lesnar and Goldberg, to be fair, did not want to put on a good match. They were both done. They thought they were done with wrestling forever, mm. and they did not want to go out and get injured. Brock Lesnar's about to join the NFL. He did not want to ruin his opportunity. Goldberg, to be blunt, in that run, was really done wrong by the WWE. They really screwed him over. So he said, you know what, I'm leaving too. Mm. So it was just a very poor situation for both of them. Ready to burn the bridges. Exactly. Yeah. So Vincent Mann said, well, I'm going to make Stone Cold Steve Austin the special guest referee. So hopefully the fans, because this was in Madison Square Garden, which is probably uh, the, the venue that has the smartest fans in all of wrestling. And everyone in that building knew what was going on. So they've got Austin there as a referee to, so the fans have something to cheer for. And as soon as this match started, and you'll see it here in a few minutes, the fans let these guys have it. And it really got under Brock Lesnar's skin. Now Goldberg, he doesn't really care. He's that kind of guy. If you've watched his Broken Skull sessions with Steve Austin, you know he's kind of laid back. Lesnar was really getting upset. And he legitimately, instead of starting the match, decided to flip off the entire crowd at WrestleMania. So on live pay-per-view, he's flipping off these 40,000 people or however many are there at Madison Square Garden. So it's a really interesting situation. And the match, nothing really happened. I mean, and it was, I think, 15, 17 minutes. It was a decently long match where literally nothing happened. So I know you're well acquainted with Brock Lesnar. You're pretty acquainted with Goldberg since his last uh, uh, last run here. Mm-hmm. And who is Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, you kind of know who he is. Um, actually, maybe one day we'll show you. We've got to do a best and worst of Steve Austin because I don't think you've seen a lot of his matches, have you? Not a lot. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I know very well who he is, but yeah. we haven't watched, I haven't been watching that long. Yeah. So. so this is WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again. And uh, that was the original end for Lesnar and Goldberg. So let's go. Who both returned. Who both actually returned and are currently. Surprise, from the future. Yeah. And are currently, 16 years later, both champions of their respective brands. Isn't that insane? Doesn't that blow your mind? It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, you ready to go watch it? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Woo! And we're back. And we just watched Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the special referee from WrestleMania 20. What did you think, honey? Well, clearly the goal of this match was to put over Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? I mean, you would think by the crowd reaction that the other two guys got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was a bummer. Like, it was just kind of bummed me out just to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I am bummed out now. Well, it took absolutely forever for the match to even get started. Yes. And they locked up twice for what seemed like ages. And just not much happened. I mean, they probably had two or three minutes of actual wrestling go on. Yeah. In this match, and uh, which is about what they did when they came back and wrestled, but that was a high intensity, you know, strategically placed two or three minutes that was great. This was not so much. Yeah. Um, so the crowd was dead, uh, except at the end when Steve Austin was active, that and they woke up a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, he stunned both that, of them. I mean, dead. No applause for Goldberg. They, they did chant at them quite a bit. Well, there negative was, chants. Yeah, there was that kind of life, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got some F.U. Lesners. We got some Goldberg sucks. This match sucks. Na, 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 na. Hey, 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 goodbye, which is always, always fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a performer in that ring, that's yeah. what you want to hear, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I feel bad for the, for them as performers. And this is their last 
you know, performance, they thought. Um, so it's like, what a way to go out. Watching Ric Flair do his last performance, it's very moving and it's, you know, the, everybody's on their feet and they're saying, thank you, Rick, and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. that's a way to go. Um, for them, for this, what we just watched, it just, um, it's just, that's a shame. Yeah. You know, like it's, it wasn't a good match. They didn't put a good match on, but where, where, where are you in your head when you're out right. there in the ring and that's what's going on? Mm-hmm. It would be hard. It would be hard. Yeah. Lesnar was not happy. No. No. <laughs> no. So let's, uh, let's talk about the best first. So Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. How would you rate that retirement match? Oh, was fantastic. I don't have any, I don't see anything wrong with it at okay. all. Yeah. Give me a rating. I will give it, I will give it, uh, 14 puppies. 14 puppies? Yeah. That's Little, a good rating. Uh, German shepherd puppies. 14 German shepherd puppies. Yeah. That's... Not like chihuahuas or anything no? like that. No. Okay. That, that would be a lower rating. That would be a lower rating. Okay. What about the Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg match? We'll give it two chihuahuas. Two chihuahuas? Yes. Two chihuahuas out of 97? Yes. Okay. That's a, that seems no, 14 like a... is the top. Oh, four, so two out of 14. Yeah, yeah when, when dealing with dog rating, 14 is the oh, That's how it works? Yes. That makes sense. That makes all kind of sense. Would you like to add anything else before we go? No, I, I enjoyed this, uh, Best and the Worst. Now, the worst, I have to say, it was no um, shiny Stormtrooper Kool-Aid man, <laughs> but it's okay. You started really high, so yeah. it's hard to follow that. I hate to be a spoiler, but there will never be anything Aww. that can top the shiny Star- Stormtrooper helmet Kool-Aid man. Aww. It's just not not happening. <laughs> it's, it's the best worst I've ever... It's the best ever- worst. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, my God. Well, we've had a best worst. We've had a bummer worst. So mm-hmm. we'll see what we get next yeah. time. Yeah, we'll see what it's got. Tune in next time, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Matt and Carol of Wrestle Life Radio. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wrestle Life Radio and on Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestle Life Matt. And you can follow B-Dubs on, on Instagram and check her out on YouTube at... Carol Sin, C-A-R-O-L-E-S-E-N-N. And your blog? Uh, carolsin.wordpress.com All right. Remember, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. That includes Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, literally anywhere, including where you're listening to us at right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Remember, this week is WrestleMania week. We will have an episode every single day leading up to a two-day WrestleMania, the WrestleMania that is too big for one night and one fan. Ladies and gentlemen, one last time, we absolutely appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.